Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. So I, I know you've got a lot going on, but remember, I'm here for you. So bother me when no one's listening because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better because it can. Bother me because you're never a bother. Whether it's a low point or a crisis, Get help for yourself or a friend. Learn more at neverabother.org or call or text 988, available 24-7. A major murder. I'm Jason Horton. I'm Rebecca Lieb. And this is Ghost Town. Hollywood is a place of many names, while simultaneously needing no introduction. From the Sunset Strip to the Walk of Fame, the Hollywood sign to Paramount Studios, Hollywood's striking painted face seduces tourists and residents alike through dazzling history and timeless glamour. In the 1890s, investors christened the San Gabriel Mountains Holly, meaning luck, and it was. Cheap labor and year-round perfect weather attracted the imaginations of filmmakers who migrated quickly to Hollywood land. By the 1920s, it became home to one of the biggest industries in the nation. You guessed it, crowned Tinseltown, the entertainment capital of the world. Now, you probably know most of that, but with people comes institutions that people need. And as Hollywood grew, it needed post offices, power plants, and schools. One such school was Hollywood High School, the setting, along with Hollywood itself, to the tragic and bizarre murder of one of its legendary teachers, Mr. Harry Major. Today, we're talking about the strange secret life and murder of Harry Major. Hollywood High School opened in September 1903, 1903, as a two-room school on the second floor of an empty storeroom at the Masonic Temple on Highland Avenue, north of Hollywood Boulevard. And there it stayed, though slowly taking over the storefront and then that part of the temple. After suffering severe water damage from the Northridge earthquake in 1994, it was restored in 2002. The campus is listed on the National Registry of Historic Places on January 4th, 2012, and the school's mascot was derived from the 1921 Rudolph Valentino film of the same name, The Sheik. It's still an L.A. high school today, with an impressive roster of alumni that includes Judy Garland, Cher, and Carol Burnett. And you can see them because there's a giant mural on the side that I used to drive by every day that has their faces and many, many more. Like Hollywood itself, Harry Major is his own living legend. A 28-year fixture at Hollywood High School, Major loved history, the classics, and molding the minds of the next generation. Most students at Hollywood High revere the strict but captivating Major. 
He was a favorite teacher of another noteworthy alumni, entertainment icon John Ritter. Though his salary is modest, after he retires, Major created a formidable savings and decided to start a new chapter in his life, in real estate. With friend and landlord Dale Rouse, Major navigates getting his real estate license and gets more involved in politics and social activism until February 12th, 2014. Around 7 p.m. on February 12th, 911 receives a call from Major's friend and landlord Dale Rouse. When police are called to the 1400 block of North Vista Street, they find an apartment in disarray. Casing the small one-bedroom, law enforcement eventually get to the bathroom. There, they find the body of a man, naked except for white briefs, in the bathtub. The victim is Caucasian, approximately 70 to 80 years old, and covered in blood. Investigator Jose Robledo is called to the murder scene. He observes the victim and notices a slight abnormality on the body. The victim's right arm is smaller than the other, and he has one extra finger. With the aid of forensic investigators, Robledo collects DNA, blood samples, and dusts for prints all over the scene. Because of the state of the apartment, there's a lot to sift through, a lot to process. Evidence includes shoes, knives, twine, nothing is yet known, anything could be evidence. Two elements of the crime scene give Robledo pause. The first is an open phone book with the name Scott Porter highlighted inside. The second is a voicemail message from a credit card company, citing fraudulent activity on Major's card. Robledo knows these are significant pieces of evidence. He just needs to figure out how security footage of the parking garage is also procured and sent to the station for processing. After interviewing the distraught Dale Rouse, the victim is identified as 83-year-old Harry Major. Rouse tells Robledo that he went to check on Major because another friend of theirs, Susan Emanuel, had called him worried. Major had missed their standing lunch date and wasn't answering his phone. As concern for Major's safety grew, Rouse and another landlord enter Major's unit. Inside, they find Major's body and immediately call the police. Robledo notes that while Rouse is Major's landlord, he's also one of his best friends. Rouse helps Major with money, business relationships, and again, they're incredibly close. Rouse can't say enough kind words about Major, adding that he was born with a birth defect that gave him a smaller arm with an extra appendage. According to Rouse, Major was a sweet but sad man, someone he wishes could find a long-term companion, and he would always encourage him to get out there, to even date. Rouse can't understand who would do this to his elderly friend, a man who wouldn't harm a fly. When asked about Scott Porter, Rouse is confused. He has no idea who Scott Porter is. Robledo has to wonder about the men's closeness. Were they together? Was Major in love with Rouse? Or the other way around? Did something happen between them that would lead to the 40-something Rouse lashing out at the elderly Major? The question, who would do this, keeps echoing in Robledo's mind. Police canvass the condo complex looking for witnesses, eventually connecting with Mexican radio personality Luz Brisseno. Brisseno is Major's next-door neighbor. She sees him almost daily, and their apartments share a common wall. Brisseno tells Robledo that she heard a loud thud coming from Major's apartment two nights before his death. To her, it sounds like someone had fallen down the stairs. It concerns her so much that she walks over to Major's place to see if he's okay. After knocking on the door, Brisseno says a woman responds, Harry's not here. Harry went to the store. When Brisseno asks if everything's okay, the voice responds, everything is fine. Brisseno then leaves, having to go to work. She suggests Robledo should talk to her sister, Felix Brisseno, who cleans the unit on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. She's had her own experience with Major's visitors. Talking to other neighbors, Robledo learns that someone named Scott or Scotty was hanging around the complex, maybe even staying with Major. Robledo realizes that Major has a much more vibrant social life than any of his friends seem to realize. Robledo soon gets a hold of Felix Bersano, who says that on February 10th, she arrives at her sister's unit sometime between 10 a.m. and 12 p.m. after Luz has left for work. She sees two men outside of Major's apartment, one who is dressed in her perception like a woman and one who is dressed like in her perception a man. 
Both seemed angry and were knocking on Major's door. Felix enters her sister's apartment, and about 45 minutes later, she hears noises coming from the next door, arguing, knocking on walls, and banging. The noise continues for about 30 minutes, and then stops. In the days to come, word of Major's death hits the community of Hollywood and Hollywood High School hard. Dozens of calls and letters come in remembering their beloved teacher. Again, no one can understand how this could happen to their friend, their teacher, their mentor. On February 15th, two important pieces of the case come together the autopsy results, and the surveillance footage from Major's parking garage. The autopsy reveals injuries to Major's neck, consistent with being strangled with a belt or strap. There are also lacerations to his head, face, and neck, blunt force trauma to his head, and many ligature injuries to his arms, indicating that he'd been bound with a rope or a cord. Major had died within days of when his body was discovered, likely on February 10th. The surveillance video shows two people walking with and without Major in the complex's parking garage between February 1st and February 4th, 2014. They seem to be familiar with Major and each other, often bringing bags up to Major's apartment. When a facial analysis is done on these two men, they are identified as James Duraco and Scott Kratlian. Both are convicted felons, previously incarcerated, and from the East Coast. Major last appears in the video footage on February 9th, Duraco February 5th, and Kratlian on February 10th. None of Major's friends, not Rouse, not Emmanuel, have any idea who these men are. Robledo feels that these men hold the key to Major's murder, but he has no idea that this footage would unlock a surprising and secret life of Harry Major, a life not even his closest friends and family were aware of. But for now, let's take a break. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. An official message from Medicare. A new law is helping me save more money on prescription drug costs. Maybe you can save too. With Medicare's Extra Help program, my premium is zero and my out-of-pocket costs are low. Who should apply? Single people making less than $23,000 a year or married couples who make less than $31,000 a year. Even if you don't think you qualify, it pays to find out. Go to ssa.gov slash extra help. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Hi, hello, how are you? Hello. How are you doing? You doing well? This is it. That's that's all. I just want to, had, I'm asking you one question. You had just one question. a full week to prepare that's your all I get? statement to us. <laughs> wow. And Yikes. Well, better luck next week? Better better luck next week and even better the week after. Just keep coming back. Yeah, okay. okay. You know when people that are like end of the world type people mm-hmm. kind of apocalypse they're like at the end is going to happen at this date and when it doesn't they're like oh p.s wrong 
Yeah, it's we were wrong. The next, it's not next for another yeah. couple of months. That's like ghost town. You will become a complete person next Wednesday. Okay. And the next Wednesday comes. It's like, no, no, we'll we'll, 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 just like, hold on, the vision was wrong. (laughs) It's in a couple more Wednesdays. And when that comes, Uh and then we do this for- We just keep baiting you. Now you know, though. Now it's on you. It's not on us. But you have to go back to the beginning (laughs) and anything you miss, because if you miss one, then that's, well, how do you expect to be saved? There's a weird scorecard happening. Do you even want to be saved? I do you even want to be saved by us. Don't answer that. Well, don't do it. Just wait till next Wednesday. Well, this Wednesday, or whenever you're listening to this, we want to say hello to yeah. anyone who's listening, supporting the show, spreading the good word, the gospel, the GT gospel, the Doomsday podcast, the Dooms buggy. Yeah, the Dooms buggy. Get your Dooms buggy and check out this Doomsday podcast. Mm-hmm. The Doom. The doom, point doom. Mm, yeah, that's <laughs> no, very. That's I'm a, a surfer. Very, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and nothing says doomsday like a government. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. They are. I'd say they're the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Yeah, but in the cool. Yeah, it's way. like ooh, in like rocking. Cool, like, it's like oh shit, they're here. Thank God. Yeah, they're here to rock. Mm-hmm. We have the mayors with a Z. <laughs> whatever whatever it's with a z Ooh. we got ashley matson better known as ashley's matson's okay mm-hmm. hi hi we got dar rosenzweig as dar rosenzweig no it's already has that's z's easy. in it it's that's got easy. a lot of z's already built in that's she's that cool cat joselle as cat joselle there's already yeah, a z there they're already fucking cool but our governor, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We know her has avian, avian noble. But did you like that? I like that. Yeah. Okay. Avian's nobles. Okay, that's more. Inject as many Z's I as say. you can. Mm-hmm. Not Z's for sleeping. No, no Z's <laughs> for zip zipping <laughs> upward. Uh, <laughs> I'm 400 years old. Oh boy. Well, if you want bonus episodes, early access, no chit-chat, you want to binge, mm-hmm. you want to be saved by listening to those episodes, mm-hmm. and you don't want to waste your time with noise. No, no, no. White noise. No, you don't want that. You head on over to- the Patreon tent? Uh, yeah, it's, it's like a salvation revival. It's a revival yeah. tent um, from a corporation. yeah. <laughs> Well, under the banner of patreon.com slash ghost town pod. That's right. That's right. And And you put the podcast on up, up full fucking blast and you put the phone on your forehead and you just fucking you start speaking in tongues (laughs) and the tongues is just subscribe like the words like that. (laughs) Patreon. Yeah, it's good. Listen, binge, you know, God is good. But Um, take me back to the church that i do worship hollywood hollywood california caliwood nobody says that all right let's go back there so just to recap 83 year old harry major is dead his body is found inside of his apartment witnesses hear noises on february 10th a woman's voice coming from the inside of the apartment then surveillance footage identifies two men in the parking garage james DeRocco and scott kratlian Robledo remembers the phone book with the name Scott Porter, the mention of observing a Scott around the complex, and immediately thinks Scott Porter is Scott Kratlian. 
but then who is James Duraco? How do both Duraco and Kratlian know Major well enough to stay at his apartment and yet are unfamiliar with the rest of Major's friends and family? It doesn't make sense. With Rouse's help, Robledo starts going through boxes and boxes of Major's items. What they find shocks them. At first one, then two, then hundreds of letters from prisons all over the country. The letters were to and from violent felons, sometimes innocuous and sometimes extremely sexual. Apparently, Major has dozens of prison pen pals and was corresponding for years with felons who provided him companionship and emotional intimacy, both remotely and in person. Through the letters, the two realized that Major would begin to write to an incarcerated felon and slowly build a relationship with them. Then, close to their release, he'd invite them to meet up, either at his place in Hollywood or in Las Vegas. Often, these relationships would span years, even decades. They were long-term relationships, but at least 10 of them would go on simultaneously, providing Major with the companionship that his best friend Rouse thought he was lacking. Both DiRocco and Kratlian were ex-felons whom Major was corresponding with, though Scott Kratlian, in the letters, went by Scott Porter. Through their detailed correspondence, the two pieced together the bizarrely unconventional nature of Kratlian and Major's relationship. At the end of almost 25 years of incarceration, Major meets Kratlian in, wait for it, a general hospital pen pal fan club, and the two strike up a friendship that is flirtatious and sometimes sexual. After finishing his sentence, Major invites Kratlian to come visit him in California, saying he'll host him and pay his way there. He takes him up on the invitation, and by February 1st, Scott Kratlian is in Los Angeles. Robledo immediately reaches out to the return address on the Kratlian letters at Marcy Correctional Facility in Oneida, New York. They send photos and information confirming that Kratlian is a 46-year-old felon who finished the 25-year prison sentence. What the letters don't let on is the darker side of Kratlian. He was in prison for strangling a man named Salvatore Caggiano with a belt, has a horrendous disciplinary record, so much so that his conditional early release was delayed for more than four years because of violent infractions. Robledo scrambles to find Kratlian and remembers the credit card fraud warning on Major's voicemail. Going into Major's financial accounts, he sees a trail of expenditures. Robledo calls every location to see if they have CCTV coverage from the day of each transaction. It turns out two of the 7-Elevens where Major's card was used do. The man on the camera is none other than Scott Kratlian. Robledo financially spies on Kratlian as he spends Harry Major's money all over Los Angeles, rides on the Santa Monica Pier, dinner in downtown Hollywood. A bizarre interaction happens in the midst of his spending spree, one that is almost cinematic in nature. Kratlian runs into his favorite soap opera star, Leslie Kay, at a 7-Eleven. She's in scrubs picking up some things, having just come from set. He is starstruck. Kratlian shows Kay a photo montage of her that he keeps in his pocket at all times, and the two take a photo together. Later, Kay would joke that she thought Kratlian was overly friendly and, quote, hoped he wasn't a serial killer. On February 18th, 2014, Kratlian decides his vacation is over and checks himself into a medical facility, and Robledo decides to finally make the arrest. In custody, Kratlian denies everything. A comparison of Kratlian's shoes with the shoe prints left at the apartment reveal he could definitely have made the prints at the crime scene, though the evidence that seals the deal is when Robledo finds bloodstains on the tops of Kratlian's sneakers, and the DNA testing confirms it is the blood of Harry Major. After Kratlian's arrest, James DiRocco, the other man on the surveillance videos at Major's home, is found and questioned. DiRocco says he answered an ad from Harry Major seeking a gay pen pal. They correspond for nearly two decades, met in person for the first time in 2009, and then several times later. Major would always foot the bill with the expectation of sex and companionship. 
quote, he was always nice and kind of generous with me, so I would cuddle with him and we would have sex, says Duraco, 54, by phone from a Nevada prison where he's incarcerated for violating a parole. He was my friend and I respected him. According to Duraco, Major had sex with all the former prisoners who stayed with him. In fact, it was a rule. Quote, even straight guys, Duraco says, a bit astonished. Harry would tell them the only way that they would stay there is if they had sex with him. That's the rules. He would be very upfront with his pen pals. In January 2014, Duraco stayed at Major's apartment for approximately two weeks, and then Kratlian showed up. Duraco stays in Major's guest room, and Kratlian stays on the couch in the living room. While both have sex with Major, the two themselves did not get along. On February 5th, Duraco leaves, warning Major that he thought Kratlian was dangerous and to stay safe. Duraco had daily phone contact with Major for three or four days after, after which Major stopped communicating with him entirely. District Attorney Tony Cho uses audio on the 7-Eleven surveillance videos to establish that Kratlian was the woman's voice Luz Bersano hears when she stops by. That, along with the striking similarity of Major to Kratlian's last murder victim, Older, a sexual partner, found naked and strangulated, leads to a guilty verdict. On November 17, 2015, Scott Kratlian is found guilty of the murder of Harry Major and sentenced to 56 years to life in prison. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. So I, I know you've got a lot going on, but remember, I'm here for you. So bother me when no one's listening because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better because it can. Bother me because you're never a bother. Whether it's a low point or a crisis, Get help for yourself or a friend. Learn more at neverabother.org or call or text 988, available 24-7. So I, I know you've got a lot going on, but remember, I'm here for you. So bother me when no one's listening because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better because it can. Bother me because you're never a bother. Whether it's a low point or a crisis, get help for yourself or a friend. Learn more at neverabother.org or call or text 988, available 24-7.